This is Chris Wade. This is UFC featherweight Dennis, the menace Bermudez, and you are listening to the Underground Fight Cast. He hit him with a fucking flying armbar. He is the greatest of all time. And he was also a black bear. Black bear. He needs to be stripped of his title. They're calling it the poop rule. So. No, This is episode number 74 of the Underground Fight Cast. Uh, we took a brief hiatus for what, like a month? Has it been a month? I think it's been a month, yeah. I thought it was like two weeks. Uh, well, Although, it might have. My might... kid just turned three months, so I can't believe how much time actually flew by. <laughs> so. My kid is in high school now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think it's been about a month Jeez. since we've done an episode, so it's been a little bit. But uh, we are back to bring you your UFC 229 preview. That's this weekend on Saturday, uh, live from the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada. But in that's the how la- you say that, right? Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. And there has been a ton of stuff that's happened in this month period. Like you take a month off, and all of a sudden, yeah. You know, like, it's like imagine- this is this is a good time to have all this news. Right. Like, imagine taking a month off of, of like, work. Yeah. And then going back and being like, oh, I have a month's worth of shit to talk about. I so- feel that way after, like, if I take, <laughs> like, if I miss a day for, like, a doctor's appointment, I come back, I go, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened? Also, what do I do here? <laughs> There's not much that I, that we really need to talk about in the wrestling world. I mean, uh, Brock Lesnar made a surprise appearance at Hell in a Cell. Uh, which was weird because it seemed like he was on his way to fight DC yeah. and kind of like do the UFC thing for a little bit. And then he just interfered in the main event of Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman and beat them both down and the match ended in no contest. So, um, And that's when Strowman cashed in his money in the bank contract. So he doesn't have the contract anymore. But I think it's going to be a triple threat match at the – they're doing another Saudi Arabia event in uh, what, like, month or two nice so i think brock was signed up for that because they're probably paying him millions of dollars to do that one event so but he's still gonna do the ufc no yeah yeah but now with what new right we'll talk about yeah. so it's like but that's the thing like you know can you can you balance both those things at the same time like <laughs> probably not you know what i mean like but who knows like you know who knows how committed he really is but again he's to he's, the wwe he's, he's a freak you know what i mean it's yeah. not like a average 200 pound like he's a freak what's crazy about brock is like when he came back at hell in a cell he looked lean as fuck like i think last time we watched an event together uh he started to look really he looked lean and i was like wow he looks like he's getting in fighting shape yeah now like he's in fight he had the beard Mm -hmm. he had the brock beard uh so yeah he was ready to rock and and he looked good um like physically and it's crazy to think it's like oh he lost a little weight it's like he's still 275 <laughs> that's what i mean right like he's still got a ways to go <laughs> he took off 15 he's still 280 <laughs> uh but outside of that there's a wwe super showdown this weekend live from melbourne australia uh good day mate they got a big hundred thousand uh people arena to fill is that um, the one that it's something. It's the something cricket. Remember center. the UFC went. Th- I think it was the one that Ronda. Is it the lost? same arena? Because I know that one did like ninety thousand. Okay, so maybe it's the same arena. I, I think just... it was like an Australian football stadium. Oh, this is a cricket arena. So go show you how big cricket is in other parts of the world. Q, Q uh, 
a hundred layers of cricket noises. <laughs> <laughs> Who's excited for some cricket? That's such a dad joke. Oh my, that's all I do. How are your dad jokes coming along? They're good. Yeah. Dad bod, dad jokes are all good. Yeah, so you're just a dad now. Yeah, I know. I literally before on the news we're sitting down and it's like oh earlier today a horse ran into a bar and uh and then the guy makes a joke he's like oh welcome to starbucks like bucks and then i go no a horse walks into a bar and says can i get a beer and the bartender says nay and dana looks at me and she's like you should consider moving out pretty soon you know and i was like i i know I've been thinking about it. You should, you should really think about packing that bag that's sitting in the corner. You know, I don't even want to say the things I say, but it's like the dad in you that's like, I'm going to say this. And the horse says, and the bartender says, nay. <laughs> it's not a bad joke. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, but yes, two big things in the UFC world. Obviously, we're going to talk a ton about this episode is going to be very Khabib versus Connor centric and... That's what we're going to get to eventually, UFC 229. But let's talk about the big news that has happened in the MMA world. Kind of a shocker, I guess. Like, I think some people expected it, but weren't sure what was going on. But John Jones reinstated into the UFC. Yeah. He's back. So he'll be back. His suspension is up this month, October. So he'll be back. Mm -hmm. So John Jones is back now. And it's a clear desperation move because I don't think they – I mean, look, they signed Connor to a lucrative deal now, I think. Uh, six fights or something, right? Yeah, like six fights. I would have thought this was it for him. Well, he's coming back for a ton more, he said. He's got a big the, the lucrative deal. The way he deal. lives his life, yeah, he, he – Yeah, he needs it, right? Yeah. But John Jones, I mean, look, what do you, what do you think about John Jones coming back? Are you – are you excited or is this because the first time he came back, <laughs> yeah, you were pumped, mm-hmm. you were like really amped, and then he got suspended again. I can't imagine you have the same hype level for what I think is your favorite fighter ever. Yeah, John Jones is like, uh, you know, like a bad, you know, if your parents get divorced and your dad's like, I'm gonna pick him up for baseball, and then you're like sitting on the curb waiting for him. He's like, you didn't show up this time, and it's like, that's your dad. He said he was gonna come. So I, I, that's, that's how, John Jones. Like I'm like people bring up John Jones. I'm like yeah, 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 maybe. I don't, you know. I feel like we've done this so many times where it's like he's back, babe. And I can't. Last time you're leading up to the fight, you're like the day before they're gonna pull him, and then the night of you're like he fights, and you think you you're done, you're out of the woods, and then a week later they're like nope, he's popped, and that's all. That whole fight was a sham, and and now he's suspended. So it's like even if he gets to the fight, let's say. It all goes to plan again. He gets to the fight. Yep. Is he gonna pop again? Like I, I can't handle. I can't handle hype that will like. I, it's how many times we've we been excited about a fight and then it's scrapped. And or then like, it scraps. Yeah. We the amount of times we've done a card, a full main card, like uh, five fights, and then the day of, it's like maybe two of the fights we talked about, and it's like, it's it's so crazy. Well, it goes to show you the the talent that they need in the heavyweight division because yeah. I mean Stipe is still around in that division. I forgot about Stipe. <laughs> but that division is like, exactly like Yeah, I forgot about Stipe. Stipe loses a fight. He was like the longest reigning UFC heavyweight champion of all time. Yeah. And he was setting all these records and everyone loves Stipe and then Stipe loses and gone. 
holy shit, he lost to Cormier. Right. I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, so Cormier I, is the is the dual champ, right? Oh, so you think Jones is coming back as a heavyweight? They said that if heavyweight. Jones and Cormier do ever lace it up again, it would be in the heavyweight, heavyweight division. Yeah. Now, let me ask you that. John Jones coming back. There were rumors that he might face Alexander Gustafson. Yeah. There were rumors that he might jump up to heavyweight and fight a heavyweight. But then there were the rumors that he's going to come back and fight uh, Daniel Cormier again. Mm -hmm. So the third time that these guys get in the ring together, we know they can sell, right? I mean, that's the that's probably the best rivalry in MMA history. Yeah. Uh, probably not a lot that can compete with that. Mm -hmm. uh, Connor against Nate probably comes to mind pretty quick. Um, but in terms of like match quality, in terms of hype and build up and memorable moments in the feuds, plus all the personal stuff that happened. Yeah, I know John Jones on Instagram is some serious mental warfare. And that, yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like John, John Jones posted his own mugshot and said, "This is the face of the guy that would ha be having you wash his underwear in prison." Yeah, to Cormier. To Cormier, yeah, <laughs> which is so specific. <laughs> <laughs> and, I know, and I thought, then I thought, I go, oh my God, there's some poor guy in prison who's just washing people's underwear because he's the bitch. And he's like, man, you got shit in your drawer. And some guy like Debo's like, you go wash him again. You go wa wash him with your tongue. I just got paid. No, I just got paid. <laughs> Give me that money for the commissary. <sighs> so, but listen, like, would you be excited for a third fight between those guys? And to be honest, I think I'd rather see. Him and Gustafson. Yeah. Because that was John Jones' closest fight. I, I I don't think there's left anything left to see with Cormier. Like, I, I still do want to see... Part of me wants to see John and Brock, but it's like, he, he's just going to murder Brock, and it's just going to be embarrassing. And, you think he'd fuck Brock up? Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a couple of minutes, but... Yeah? You oh, think, yeah. Within John, the first round? I, I, I'd say within... It depends how he wants to take it. Yeah. If he wants to come out, like, with this. Well, I mean, what's what's John walking around that? Probably 235, 240. Yeah, he walks around at that? He's gigantic. Yeah. So ever since he started doing the, the powerlifting, he's always probably been 225, 230 if he let, you know, let yeah. loose. I forget he's 6'4". But you I know, mean, Brock has to weigh in at 265. yeah. He could walk around at 280. Yeah, that's probably what time. he does. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's a huge weight advantage. But again, but that weight John matter is so... He's not going to come... Don't, John is a... I don't know if I would say oh, oh, he's. Listen, I don't I know if he's better, but he's a great wrestler. Right, right. Um, I think John would win. Yeah, I just don't think it would be in a couple minutes. I think I think, I think it would go more than one round. I think you he don't think just, it would. Uh, I you, think you I, don't think that Brock's pure athletic ability would be able to carry him past one round with uh, with a equal crazy athlete like John Jones. If John Jones comes back and he's and he's timid, or if he's just trying to be cautious himself. Yeah. Then I, then yeah, I think it. But if he comes out, which might be hard coming back after this time off, if he comes back with the uh, th this intensity, I mean, he's gonna unleash. He's gonna uncork on Brock, spinning kicks and and punches from, you know, where you don't even see him coming. And Brock's either he's not gonna take those. He's not gonna exchange with John. John's just gonna crush him in the exchanges. And if he's going to get desperate and try to shoot on him, John Jones is going to. I mean, if you think Brock's athletic, John Jones is light years more athletic. I mean, 
Really? Oh yeah. I mean. Oh well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. I'm, I'm talking in uh in if you put it into scale, taking into all the other factors like size and stuff like Brock. But I is, don't think the size will. No, no. I'm not saying size would make a difference in the fight. I'm yeah. saying, you know, if you're talking about who's more athletic, I mean Brock for his size. Oh yeah, yeah. People is a side. crazy athlete. You don't but find, I will yeah. agree with you that John Jones is probably the better athlete. Yeah. But, you know, finding someone at Brock's size with his quickness and athleticism, there's no one in the world like that. Yeah, no. I mean, there's not there's not NFL players. There's with not that even people that are in relatively good shape at that weight. Like, if people right. are at that weight, they're overweight. Probably the only people that are are football players. Yeah, exactly. And those and, guys, and they're probably not even in the, I don't want to say best of shape, but I mean like. Uh, you know, they can let themselves go. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't have to be so on point. You know, no. it doesn't, you know, with Brock and all these guys, they're constantly thinking, all right, I'm going to eat this, but I'm either going to pay for it or I'm going to make up for it. Like, I think with, you know, so you really are so on top of yourself. So I think Brock is, you know, compared to a football 270, that guy might be a little overweight unless he's 6'5", yeah. alignment, like something right. like that or a tight yeah. end. But f for that size, yeah. But I, I just think John is just going to have this distance like Brock's best thing was not striking. Yeah, no. And if you were striking with someone who's maybe as slow as he was, and but I mean, you watch John Jones strike, and you're like, holy crap! Like he's gonna kick you, and you're not gonna come anywhere near him. And I think you, if you're fighting him, you're gonna feel desperate immediately. You're like, I'm not gonna get hit anymore with that. And if you try to grapple with him, I, you know, even though Brock's strong, I mean, John is just a freak. Like he's made people seem so just small and weak even though he's never faced that with anyone that big but but P peds aside peds, PEDs aside. aside drug tests aside all that aside just talking strictly ability and talent yeah john jones is the greatest in the world he's the number yeah. one toughest man in the world right we can agree yeah he's the toughest man in the world if you saw a third daniel cormier fight and it's funny like we started this podcast before the second fight, like mm -hmm. the first fight had happened a few years prior. Yeah, to that. Yeah. And John beat him. Mm -hmm. I think that went to decision, right? Yeah. That went to decision. And then they were supposed to fight at UFC 200, and John got uh, suspended for, I think that was like the cocaine. That was, the, the, that was the hit and run with the pregnant woman. the run lady, with yeah. the pregnant woman and all that. So that got put to the side and then DC was kind of like, you know, given Anderson Silva, he was yeah. given like all these different other he was I given forgot all these about other guys. that whole weird time. Yeah, and he just went and he fought Rumble Johnson where like he, you know, fought a guy that was clearly not in the ring to be doing anything other than collecting his final paycheck. Yeah. Um but if you look at it, if you look at DC, there was a lot of questions surrounding DC. Yeah. before that John Jones fight. And a lot of people wanted John to come in and shut up DC because DC was walking around saying, this guy's a cheat, this guy can't beat me, this guy's this, this guy's that. And then John goes in there and wins in the third round, right? And you're like, okay, John just cemented it. John's the best in the world. He shut up DC. DC can go retire now, like do whatever. Because I think DC was, yeah, was going to retire. Yeah. Like I don't think he wanted to fight anymore. And then, like you said, a few days later he gets popped. DC gets awarded the belt. DC's walking around as the champ. But this is the second time now that John got suspended. And this is the third time 
that he did some funky shit where like yeah willy won't he and all that so i think the narrative at this point has turned for a lot of people where it's like still respect john's ability i still respect john's uh you know athleticism but if they have a fight let's go dc and I, you, I, I never thought I'd say that because I was always critical of DC in the beginning. But I think a fight between those two would be so interesting because I think the narrative has completely flipped. Yeah. Yeah, and it's true. I, I, I could probably pull up recordings of you calling out Daniel Cormier. <laughs> 100%. 100%. And, but now it's like it's almost scripted perfectly where mm-hmm. it's like DC goes on and his fight after John – it wasn't against. Didn't he have a fight before Stipe? I think he fought somebody before Stipe. If I'm not mistaken, he might not have. Yeah, yeah. he fought Anthony Joshua again. Uh, Anthony Johnson again. No, he didn't because Johnson retired. Rumble retired. He fought Rumble. Yeah. Then he fought. Then he fought John. He fought John Jones. At but he fought Rumble twice. Remember? Then he uh... did Rumble come back. No, that's no. I'm thinking of the retirement fight. Yeah, that was before. So it went. Uh, okay, so John Jones that got overturned. Vulcan Ozmir. Yes, and then uh, Stipe and then Mirchich. against Stipe. Yeah, so he goes in there, takes down Ozmir. Like, and you were right, Anthony Johnson was before, before John that. Jones. Yeah. yeah, he took down Ozmir like no problem. Like he took yeah. care of that. Yeah. Then he jumps up to heavyweight. You got that. Champion versus champion fight, and he knocks out Stipe Miocic. I know. And all of a sudden, it's like, wow, DC is like a man possessed. Like, DC's out here to prove that he's the best. Because yeah. I think he was, I think he was ins- not insulted, but I think he was upset and offended with the way that John went out. Mm-hmm. And the way that he was given that championship, yeah, it somehow tainted how everyone views because he automatically gets called the paper champ because he was the paper champ. Yeah, then he loses the belt, then he gets it back. But that's the thing. He so he gets the light heavyweight, which is like okay, he's a paper champ. It's like yeah, yeah. but then he wins. He knocks out Stipe, right? You can't take right. that away from him. But then people go, yeah, but. If John Jones were here, that would have been John Jones fighting. He would have beat him, so you're really not the champion that way either. So it's like... You can make all the excuses you want. Yeah. And listen... No, but I'm saying that's what people... Oh, no, I, no, say, I, know. I, I totally yeah. love DC. I know you're a big DC guy. Yeah. And I was never a big DC guy. <laughs> no. Right? And I, like you said, you could find clips of me criticizing DC. I, I'll look it up, but I think you've challenged him to fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I definitely <laughs> haven't I'll send challenged. Them, I'll send them to DC and we'll see if we can get a response. <laughs> I definitely haven't challenged him to a fight, but it's been close. Yeah. And you've definitely called him like a pussy. <laughs> I definitely, like, Daniel Cormier, if you're ever listening to this, you're a pussy. <laughs> I think I might have called him yeah, a pussy I, once. There's one in particular I can think of, but <laughs> yeah, you were not high on him. But I felt bad for him. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I was rooting for him mm-hmm. because I'm like, you know what, man? Like, but you weren't the only one. Man. Like, everybody right. booed, booed him. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the narrative has completely switched. Yeah, to the point where if they did have a third fight, it would be amazing mm-hmm. if DC won that fight because then DC could go out as the best ever. Yeah, that's true. Period. Yeah, no questions asked. He goes in, he beats Brock Lesnar because I. Pretty sure that's gonna happen. But I thought this is. I thought 
It's one in, like, he's got one more. So it whatever. was supposed to be Brock. Yeah. But now, John is back. Mm-hmm. John is calling out DC, and DC's responding. Yeah. And I think they both know, especially DC, all right, I can go in here and I can beat Brock. And if I can beat Brock, if I can beat Stipe, then yeah. I can beat Brock. Then I go and I beat, I put both belts up against John. Both. First ever dual championship match in UFC can, history. Can't do that. Why? Because the, oh, the, the weight cuts, yeah. But the commission wouldn't allow it. That's what I'm saying. But you wouldn't be able to wait to defend it. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right? So, like, you w- are you saying like some like weird open weight thing? Like, like, like you can't ever have two belts on the line. It's you either weigh in at a certain weight or not. Well, what if you weighed in at, at 205? Then DC is always within, the heavyweight champion. But aren't you within that gap? Or is it from 206 to it's a, 265? So a championship fight doesn't get the uh, plus pound. So if it wasn't, you could be 206. Yeah. Um, but a championship fight, you have to be the weight. So it's 205, and then heavyweight is uh, okay. 206 to 265, which is everyone's qualm with the heavyweight division. Yeah. It goes... How do you want someone who weighs 210 to fight Brock Lesnar? Like, but that's either, why they wanted 225. So let's say they did meet at heavyweight. Yeah. John comes up to heavyweight. Well, yeah, they're both 240. I mean, right, DC yeah, is, they walk around. And yeah, DC d- looks like heavy. he's 240. <laughs> yeah, yeah, DC, he does not look 205 <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah. So even in his weigh-ins, he doesn't look 205. I love those memes. It's like, this is the ideal male body. It's like, you may not like it, but this, this is the baddest man on the planet. And it's, and it's him sleeping d- on the couch with his hands in his pants and his like belly hanging out of his shirt. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's like really good at beating people up <laughs> right yeah like the best at it yeah uh but listen if they went into heavyweight dc knocks out stipe beats brock yeah beats john he's the greatest heavyweight of all time and he's only had three heavyweight fights yeah right yeah i mean who's better than him in heavyweight yeah if in so the history of, w- of wwe in the history of ufc mma math yeah mma i mean what was was but fedor wasn't a heavyweight was he Fedor was a heavyweight, yeah. All right, so but, Fedor. But he, Fedor doesn't really count. And I actually want to get your opinion on this because I was having a discussion today with somebody who's not as – I guess they're probably on the same MMA level that I am, right? Mm-hmm. And I was trying to make a point, and um, I would love to get your input on it because it has something to do with McGregor and Khabib, so we'll yeah. get to it. But outs- Fedor did not fight the quality of fighters that – the UFC produces on a main on a main event basis. Yeah. Right? And also I mean, there's a good chance that like Kale Sonnen pointed out, you always fought where you fought in pride because they don't test. Right. So right. you would yeah. But if you but, but, but we can't assume. So yeah. It's not fair to assume. Yeah. Right. We could, but let's not. But we could <laughs> but we could. We could. But we're not saying But we're, we're not going to. Uh by the way, isn't this weekend also Fedor against Chael? I don't know why I thought you were going to tell me it's my anniversary. I'm so Isn't tired. it your anniversary this weekend? <laughs> because it's not. I was like, how did, oh my God, is it? Cause, you know, it's our, uh, we yeah, we have our baptism. We have to like go to the church and like, ah. that's this weekend. The uh, fifth. You have a, you have your baptism? No, no, the, uh, I get, you have to go to a, not a class. The guy told us oh. not to call it a class, but I guess it's like, uh, you go with the godparents and I don't know, I guess they kind of walk through the ceremony with the rest of the families that'll be there that day. Dude, what? Bellator is at the Coliseum. When? Next week. Yeah. Oh, oh we got to talk about that too. Rory McDonald Fate. got knocked out. Yeah, Rory McDonald got knocked out. Yeah. 
What and happened Douglas, there? Who who knocked him out? Gegard Musasi. Yeah, Musasi. Yeah, Musasi. Musasi coming out of nowhere. This that was, was a second. So, so that's at 185. So Rory's still the hundred well, welterweight champion. Okay, but that not not, not R- the middleweight champion. Rory's nose looks like Michael Jackson. Do you could tell? So when he's mounted, he's taking shots. He's getting the elbows, and it's like. And then he switch. Gegard switches from the elbows to kind of like a like a you know a hook shot to yep. get past his his uh, guard, and it hits his nose, and that's when Rory goes to panic. You see him turtle up, and the ref's like, he can't take shots through his nose like that anymore. I mean, because it's going to implode on his face, and he won't be able to breathe. And he'll like, die. Dude, the average human might break their nose once. You keep breaking. <laughs> you, I don't know what you're going to breathe out of. But I, did I derail you? What were you asking me? No, no, no. Well, it's it's all right. Cause we, this wh- weekend is what? Well, I spoke about that. Th- was this weekend Fedor against Chael? But that's next weekend. I just okay. looked it up. So that's oh. next weekend. And it's actually here in New York. Okay. But uh, we talked about Musasi and, and, and Rory. Yeah. And <clears throat> listen, my first introduction to Musasi was against Chris Weidman. Weidman. Yeah. And we were in your old apartment. I remember watching it. And that was the whole screwy finish yeah. and all that. But- he had a few fights after that, and I was like, you know what? Like, Agard is, like, legit. Yeah. But he's older now. You know, he's an older guy. I yeah. mean, he's he's been around forever, apparently, according to his record. It's weird to think he's fought, like, Mark Hunt. and like, Right, that's what I mean. Like, he's fought these. Yeah, he's legit. Yeah, but, uh, you know, going in there and taking down Rory, I mean, look, it makes Bellator look good because they went out and got Musasi. Yeah. But, uh, you know, is it? Good for them. I mean, Rory should be one of their main draws. You know, I, I, I'm not mad at the fight, but I think since they have that welterweight Grand Prix, and Rory's <clears throat> in it, like let him do that. Like if he if he wins the Grand Prix in a year, then let him go with Gegard. Why did they rush that so soon? I mean, exactly. I feel like let Gegard fight other people. Let Rory, and I don't really think anyone who knows goes. You know, Gegard is. 210 pounds and he cuts weight to be 185 like Gegard is a big big dude Rory is like 185 and he cuts to 170 and we obviously know what a difference that is um so I I I think anyone knows like well Rory's still one of the best around he shouldn't have fought at welterweight you know it's not they're not even close well let's it just reminded me of something so we talked about you know, Gegard and Rory and all those guys. And then it got me thinking about guys that left UFC for MMA, uh, yeah, for other Bellator, MMA yeah. places, especially Bellator, and like how that worked out for them. How about Eddie Alvarez, man? He's a free agent still. Like, he's he? not, yeah, he's not signed with UFC. Uh, it doesn't seem likely he's going to Bellator. It doesn't seem likely he's going to Ryzen or anything like that. Like, it, I read something the other day that he's going to go and kind of do like something different. Like, it's still MMA. I, I forget what it was. It wasn't either of the two big ones, though. So, but I mean, like, Eddie was sticking to his guns. Eddie said, look, I'm not coming back unless it's for a main event fight, like a big fight. He might go to that place where, uh, gosh, we've had him. Chris Wade, Chris Wade, uh, Long Island. You know, oh, I think that, what is, I think PFL. Because they do, like, a million dollar cash prize or some shit. I think it was PFL. PFL, yeah. Yeah, I think it was PFL. Um, it sounds right. Because I, I, I was surprised to see just Based off of going again, I did some research about Connor and I did some research about Khabib, just making sure we're kind of on top of everything. And Connor's last MMA fight was almost three years ago. Has it been three years? Yeah, because I think it was twenty. 
15? You're right. The last time we fought, which, I mean, uh, he fought was Floyd Mayweather, uh, 2000, November 2016. So almost oh, 16. Exactly so two almost years. two years. Yeah. Two years. So it That's wasn't 2015. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course it is. For someone who wasn't suspended, right? But exactly. <laughs> like, he just took nothing time. was wrong. <laughs> and he was double champ. Yeah. And he was a double champ. And what's weird, he still carries the belts with him. Yeah. It's like you. He brought the one I can understand. The and by the way, way, that whole press conference, that press conference yeah. was weird. Like, Connor doesn't sound as badass without an audience. Yeah, it's true. Because then it's just like, listen, Connor is obnoxious. We all know that, right? But part of the appeal and part of the uh, part of the art of what he does is working with the crowd. Yeah, the crowd reaction and gauging that reaction and just feeding off of that yeah without that he's it, an obnoxious asshole it'd be like if you saw a stand-up comedian and he's riffing to one guy in the back and right you'd be like, it's exactly what he it was is. good but if you have a crowd and he's fucking doing crowd work you're like man he is on fire right yeah, it's it's to, you know how i know it was bad i i really couldn't watch it i'd watch little uh, moments of him on instagram it made me i saw the first it 10 made minutes. me feel uncomfortable I, I couldn't actually i felt like too anxious like watching it i didn't like it like even though the whiskey passing to dana and and having fucking Khabib try to take it the whole thing was weird it was so weird yeah and i couldn't i only watched 10 minutes of it i couldn't watch any more of it yeah and uh Typic i will say press conferences typically give me this weird cringy anxiety where like yeah. I don't know. I, you know why? Because these guys, they're not good shit talkers. Yeah. And the press is like, I mean, they don't say it, but they're like, could you shit talk to him for us? And they're like, I'm going to kill his mother. Well, not his mother, but I'm going to for her to assist. Uh, not assist. It's like, what are you guys doing? So like the, it's, it's feel, the whole thing feels forced. And I feel one of the reporters like, asked Connor, like fill in the blank. Connor McGregor will blank Floyd uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. And he goes, stomp on his fucking head until he's unconscious. <laughs> and That's that not was, how Mad Libs works. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if it was in front of a crowd of people, it would have been electric. Yeah. But there was nobody there. They would have been like, stomp Khabib's head. Exactly. And, and then, Khabib. But it was like, nobody was there. Yeah. So it was- it Oh, just, it was just a- pre yeah, pre yeah. Yeah. So it's like, stomp his fucking head until, it's, uh, you know, until he's unconscious. And, and you just hear a camera shutter. Like, <laughs> All right, next question. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? This is weird. Yeah, Don't do that weird. ever again. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into what everyone wants to talk about. UFC 229. I like the main card. I do. I'm a big fan of the main card. Uh, yeah, I'm not mad at it. It's, it's, listen, the one thing that bothers me is that there's not that big second fight. Yeah. Yeah. You need that. I feel like they should have that big second one. Pettis Ferguson will be entertaining. Though. It'll be a good fight. Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, look, that's if you're selling you mean, a though, Conor yeah. McGregor yeah. pay per view. Last time he had a pay per view, the people on that card were Joanna against uh, Carolina. Mm -hmm. You had Chris Weidman Carolina against Yoel Romero. Yeah. Uh, where Chris Weidman got murdered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of murders Speaking happened. of murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but Yoel Romero was on that card. Carolina yeah. and Joanna was on that card. Chris Weidman on the card. And then you had Connor in the main event. So it's like, that card was packed. Yeah. Right? Here, the average fan is going to know Connor McGregor. Yeah. You're going to know Khabib because A... You've heard that this is the, maybe the one guy that'll stop him, and B, uh, he's the guy fighting Conor McGregor. Yeah. And who's the heavyweight on here? 
Uh, oh, no, no. Uh, no, Derek Lewis and uh, Alexander Volkov. Yeah, so if you know MMA, even a little bit, you've probably maybe heard of uh, Derek Lewis. Yeah. But, like, that's not, like, a big fighter. Only because, also, he's made himself uh, pretty popular on Instagram. It's like... Right. Like, I don't follow him for UFC then, stuff. He's a meme god. <laughs> and then Karate Hottie is on here, too. Yeah, I was going to say, this is how this card's going to go if a bunch of, like, bros who don't watch UFC order right. it. They're going to be like, dude, I totally smashed that one chick, the Chinese chick. Yeah, And exactly. it's like, dude, she's American. <laughs> I think her she's dad was, even, like, from Hawaii. <laughs> she's not even Chinese. Yeah. But, uh... So, yeah, let's talk know. about... Uh, I want you to run down all the fights, and we'll, we'll kind of go... We'll, we'll bounce off each other like that, because... Um, you know, obviously you're the UFC guy, but you know more about these fighters than I do, even though I've heard of them. So let's go through uh, the main card. We're only going to cover the main card, right? Yeah, the rest of the card. I'm not mad at the rest of the card, but it's it it. it I'm surprised we're getting the card we got because I feel like Dana, the UFC, would be like, we can do nine turds before this fight, and people are going to buy it. People you're are going to buy it. You're yeah. still going to like you, the Floyd Mayweather and McGregor fight. <laughs> We all paid the hundred dollars to watch it. We didn't watch the undercard. No, <laughs> like no. that's how this card is going to no be did. for there most was no people. One there. You're gonna you're gonna party until this fight comes on. You're gonna yeah. drink. You're gonna eat chips. You're gonna fucking bullshit until this fight comes on. Right. So yeah, main card for the the fan. Like I'll say a lot of names that you probably know. Mostly everybody. I don't think there's anyone you don't know on here. Uh, so the, to kicks off the main card, we got Felice Herrig and Michelle Waterson. So. Uh, I haven't seen Michelle Waterson fight, I don't think, since um, she she lost to Rose N- Namajunas. Yeah, last year. Like, last year. But then, yeah. I think she had another fight after that. She had two after that. Then oh, she, she had two. Uh, okay. She had one in December 2017 against Tisha Torres, lost that decision, mm-hmm. and then she won a uh, split decision earlier this year. At, uh, against Paige? Uh, no, uh, Courtney Casey. Oh, okay. I thought I thought she was the one who was fighting Paige when she broke her uh, broke her arm. Yeah, she beat Paige. Gosh, that was 2016 already. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, far I'll back. be dead in a month. <laughs> like the way time is going, <laughs> you're gonna go see the baby. You're gonna be like, she's three months. Jesus. We we put away all her newborn clothes already. Because she doesn't fit into them. No, she got groom and and we're already in the zero to three. But now they're small, so we're gonna be just three, oh, and then we're gonna go three to six, and then Christmas is around the corner. She'll be six months. I can't wait to see her. She's so I'm cute. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. And I love knowing that she totally wrecked her changing table before you got here. <laughs> she was like, I'm pooped all day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to destroy. I'm, th- I'm going to cause panic. And it was. I'm going to shit everywhere. Yeah. She fucking ruined a onesie. So uh, who do you have in this? I got to go with. Because I... <laughs> Felice had. Felice has been on a little bit of a roll, right? Yeah. And she's yeah she's got some fire under her ass. And, and I think Michelle Waterson. I mean, I'd be totally speaking out of my ass, but it seems like, you know, I see like her Instagram. She does modeling, and she does yeah. like she's so uh, easily accepted into like the zeitgeist <laughs> of social stuff. Circles, Whereas Fleece yeah. Herrig, you know, she's openly she goes, I don't think I'm pretty enough for anyone to give a shit about me. So she just puts her head down and just trains to fight. And I'm not saying Michelle doesn't do that, but I feel I feel like Fleece has this like serious chip on her shoulder. And uh, was Fleece on the bus that got hit? Was that who, who the woman was, who oh, got hit when Connor threw the threw the dolly? Was that know, Felice? I, I don't know. I feel like it was Felice, who got hit with the got hit with the glass. When was that? Was that this year already? That was, was that? this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was in April. If you told me that was last year, I'd have been like, Pfft. I think I think uh, 
I, I, I'm pretty sure that was Felice Herrig who got hit with the uh, – I'm going to check right now because I, I, it might not have been Felice Herrig. Uh, Let's see. When was, what was that card that he fucked up? He, that was 223. That was UFC 223. Oh, so Brooklyn, New York, there, she was there because she fought Carolina Kolvakiewicz. Yep. She lost yeah, a split yeah, decision yeah. to Carolina at yeah, 223. Yeah, so she got hit. Okay, yeah. She got hit. Oh, it was right. It was her cyborg. Uh, Ray Borg, not Cyborg. And Kesa, Michael Chessa. Michael, Michael Chessa, yeah. 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 So, Felice, I don't think she's fought since then. I think it's probably her first fight since. April 2000, yeah, that was yeah. it. So, um, and she lost to Carolina? Uh, or she lost to Carolina, yeah. Huh. Who are you going with? You going with Felice? I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Felice by, uh. By split decision. Yeah. I'll go Felice too. Totally, totally wouldn't be surprised if Michelle. Well, I just think. You know what? It's kind of that weird thing where it's like Michelle lost to Tesha Torres. She lost to Rose, but she beat uh, her last opponent. I forget who you said Courtney it was. Courtney Casey. Courtney Casey. And then Felice lost to Carolina. Mm-hmm. And before that, did she did she win her last fight before that, or is she on a two fight lose streak also? Uh, Felice, no, yeah. she won uh, four before that. Oh, she's on a four and then lost one. Yep. Uh, who'd she beat? Uh, Courtney Casey. Okay. By split decision, also Justine Keish. Remember that lady pooped or something? Yeah, in the fight? pooped her pants. Uh, she pooped her <laughs> pants. You know, poop poop rule. <laughs> like Madison. Episode the two Madison pooper. rule. Yeah. yeah, Madison would have been out of that fight. <laughs> she. Then we're like, we actually think she has all the diseases. You know what? That's, what's her, that's what, Black Plague if I've ever seen it. You know, uh, what's his name? Mario Yamasaki would have let it go, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, who, uh, and then two other. And then uh, Alex Grasso and Kaylin Curran. But she did lose to Paige Van Zandt before that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, she, Felice and Michelle are both in that weird range yeah. where, like, they're not beating the top. So they're probably really well off against each other. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Yeah, so this is a good matchup, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be evenly contested, but you're going Felice. I yeah um yep. yep. All right, so I'm I gonna like go Felice. Michelle. Okay, and I'm gonna go to Michelle by unanimous decision. I know you're going split. Yeah, but I'm gonna go unanimous. I'm gonna say it's gonna be so back and forth that, like, when the judges are they're doing the call outs, you're gonna be like, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'll change it. You're right. You're I, right. I, you know, it's funny. I agree with you. I now can't that you call say a that. knockout. I can't call a submission. I could barely call a unanimous decision. But when but I you're f- right on split, split decisions, yeah, right? You're really good I, at that. I feel those. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go split. I'm gonna go yeah. Michelle by split. But like you said, it's they're these weird middle ground fighters that it's like so even. They're so that, evenly yeah. matched. And I and I think that's just how the fight's gonna go. We're like, God, I, I don't know. Like yeah. if they said any name, you'd be like, Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. let's go with that. I feel that. So I'm going Michelle, and you're going Felice. Yeah, someone's right. gonna get knocked out now that I've talked exactly in like 15 seconds. Yeah. All right, so what's next? Um. So, uh, then we got Alexander Volkov versus Derek the Black... Is it the Black Beast? The Did Black I just Beast? Get, yeah. I just get, okay, I wasn't sure if I just all of a sudden called him the Black <laughs> Beast. I was like, is it just the Beast that I called him Black <laughs> Beast? No, the Black Beast, yeah. White Beast versus the Black Beast. So, uh... This could go either way, too. Man, I see, the thing with Derek... Like, when you see Derek... If he doesn't even set up a punch, he goes... See my right hand? They're like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to throw it at you, and it's going to hit you so fucking hard that you might go to sleep. They're like, okay, you could try. And he does it. And it like, 
and he'll keep throwing it, no setup, and it's like it's crazy to think that someone has that much power. The thing is, his cardio is worse than like a smoker's. Like, I mean, seriously, like his cardio is 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 no good. But uh, and Alexander Volkov has like some seriously impressive wins, especially recently. Like maybe I shouldn't say seriously impressive, but his last one, he's knocked out Fabrizio over Doom, uh, who popped and is out for two, three yeah. years. Uh, yeah. But also fuck Fabrizio. How that you know? works? Yeah. He gets popped two, three years. John Jones gets popped. Yeah. He comes back within a year. Well, if the UFC pays you sod all that money, why would right. they? You know. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna go Volkov knockout. I'm going to go Volkov knockout. I think you're right. I think Derek Lewis will tire himself out. Volkov's a tough son of a bitch. I got no- We've been sleeping on Volkov for a while. You're right. But I know you want to go with... I got Derek Lewis, Derek T- Lewis. TKO. TKO. Or, or knockout, yeah. Round one or two? Or three? No, if he's going to do it, he's got to do him in the that late, that late one. Late one? Yeah. I'm going to go Volkov in... Uh, Beginning of round three, like seconds into round three. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones where if it goes for a heavyweight, Alexander Volkov has like good cardio. Like he's yeah. he's been in the far rounds, four rounds. His last one he knocked out uh, Fabrizio on the fourth. So if not late two, yeah. early three, I yeah. don't think Derek will be able to keep it up with him. Derek's gonna come out firing like a heavyweight. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, I I, I like the heavyweight fight. fights are fun. Although sometimes Derek Lewis, he's had some. Weird. Weird. Like, what was the fights. fight that he had last that he was like, oh, the Francis Ngannou fight, where oh, it was yeah. like, this is gonna be the heavyweight fight of the century, and uh, you could have probably, Lightfoot could have came like, hey, we poured cement in front of the house if you want to watch it, and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll come out, <laughs> and then, I'll come out. and they're like, how was it? You're like, it's probably about as good as that fight was, because <laughs> it, it was it was exciting like, as watching cement. It was try. it was so delicate because they wouldn't dare th- you know it was no it was, one wanted to die so i don't you know you gotta be careful with like Derek lewis but the one before that that marson tybura fight that was exciting because it was just like holy shit yeah no i i'm gonna go volkov yeah uh knockout and you're going lewis i gotta go lewis all right this is good so far all right we're good we're in good shape we're in good shape uh yeah this guy you might not know he's uh dominic reyes versus ovin st prue no i know ovin st prue because yeah. he's got the von flu von flu the choke, von flu choke. Yeah. They, they should call that shit the von peru choke von peru choke yeah. i hit a von flu choke like i don't know like a month ago yeah yeah oh it was probably six months ago and i'm totally getting it on, wrong on madison <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, she's so easy to do it to. So much easier than the adults I roll with. I mean, they really put up a fight, those fucking guys. It's like, what do you don't want me to do this? Madison is just like. She, she will she, let me do anything. She's like punk. Yeah. Yeah. She's like CM Punk. So, uh, no, CM Punk would be an easier fight. <laughs> Madison would beat CM Punk. Yeah. she I, She's so funny. Like, if I do something, to, if I'm like messing with her, she does this like Philly shell thing where she. Oh, like, nice! I have so many pictures of her like with her fist towards me, and it's so funny. It's like I'll yell, I'll not yell at her. <laughs> you fucking little. <laughs> that's you not little bitch. That's how you speak to a three month old. I used the wrong word, but all the time I go, "What do you? What do you got your hands up like that for?" All the time she got her little hands like. Straight to do, get out, bro. Yeah. You're a pussy. Yeah, I'm. She tall, knows. Dude. She could sense. She's my waiting yeah. for you. Even Nyla's like. See, she knows you're not the alpha. We, you know, we knew, but al- now yeah, the yeah. baby knows. We're the pack. Yeah. We're the, we're the two-man wolf pack. Uh, so Peru against uh, Reyes. Who do, you, Reyes. who do you have? What do you think of Reyes? What do you think of Reyes? He's undefeated, um, and he's 3-0 and in the UFC since he's got here. He's only had nine fights, but 
if I rattle off the names, he's beaten uh, Yocom, Christensen, Jeremy Kimball, Jared, you know, no names. So this at. is his first big test. This is a big test, yeah. And they're giving him Ovin St. Peru. Ovin St. Peru, who's like... He's been around. He's, he's so an older, veteran-ish kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, he's had some tough, tough losses. Well, what was the fight that we saw where Ovince was getting his ass handed Corey to him? Corey Anderson. Yes. Destroyed for Corey three Anderson rounds. was fucking him up and, and then, head bang, yeah. just fucking head kicked into yep. the next galaxy. But then he did get fucked up by uh, I.R. Latifi pretty bad. Like, yeah. he did not look good. But then he won. And, yeah, he's, oh God, I don't know. He's That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like, I, it's hard to bet money on him. It's a good fight. Yeah, it's good. It's not, it's not good. I wouldn't say good. I would say interesting. Mm-hmm. It's an okay, interesting yeah, fight because yeah. we don't know what's going to happen. So it's unpredictable a little bit. Um, but because it's unpredictable, don't think we're we're not going to predict it. Because <laughs> I'm going to go with Ovin St. Peru. I seem to have good luck when I go with Ovin's. I find it, I find it hard to bet against Ovin's. But this guy, Dominic Gray, seems pretty good, man. <laughs> He's got a, nick, a cool nickname too, right? Yeah, the Masturbator. Oh, no, Devastator. <laughs> That was my nickname I saw. <laughs> for you, <laughs> That's for Louis, yourself. No, that was Louis C.K.'s profile I was looking Ooh, at. He came back and did- uh, He did. Man, yeah, people were pissed about news, that. Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. he do it here at Levittown, Governors? Oh, was it at Governors? I heard- They only mention it, it's probably because when I hear oh, comedians I talk, hear they talk about the seller. Yeah. But then I heard Tom Segar on his podcast, and he's and then he's like, and he did like another place in New York called Governors. And I was like, get the fuck out. Like That's right there in Levittown. I've been there oh. like a bunch, and- and I think people just aren't mentioning it because it's easier to be like, he was at the cellar. Because that's like being like, he's at the comedy. Like, it's easier to just like. If I was at the if I was at Governor's and Louis C.K. took the stage. Because it was also on a night where you go, like, I get emails all the time. It's like, come out and you don't know who's performing. You yeah. just know. And you're sitting there and you're like, they're eh, probably going to get out of here soon. They're like, Louis C.K. You're like, get the fuck out of here, really? If I saw Louis C.K. perform, yeah. I would I would give him an ovation. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to leave. No. I'd be like, because you can leave now. No. Yeah, no, I fucking love Louis C.K. You know what I think is so weird? The amount of women that I know that would be like, who cares if he comes back? Like, but like, you know what I mean? Like, you no. think women would be the ones like, we don't want that fucking creep coming back. Like, who gives a shit? So many women I know are like, don't get what, what do you do? Who cares? Yeah. And so which what? is so weird to me. It's like, you don't think that's weird? <laughs> he pulled his dick out? Like, yeah. So like, what? That's, that's what's weird. It's like, it is weird. Like, yeah. But like, the amount of women that I know that are like, I don't think he should lose his, like, he should come back, like, and so I keep thinking. I go, who are these people that don't want him to come back? Because like, it's one of those weird things where I'm like, it's so weird. Like well, I couldn't even imagine, like, wearing shorts that didn't go too far to my knees. <laughs> like, and you know what I mean? Like I don't like, but also part of me is like, yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't come back. Guy deserves a second chance. Yeah. Always. Yeah. On like you the, always deserve a second chance. Yeah. Unless you kill somebody. Yeah. Then it's a little tougher, but. You deserve a second And I'm only saying I'm surprised how many women I know that are saying, because like you would think they would be the ones who would like, right. but they're not. No, no, so yeah, I don't, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I don't know who so actually- So why are you so offended? Yeah, I don't know why. Who Who is so- Oh, it, who is so yeah. offended? Uh, it's, it's just people perpetuating that people are offended. Yeah. I've never met anyone that's offended by things that people say people are offended by. You ever go to YouTube and it's, I, I can't think of like an example, but it'd be like, for anyone saying something about this video, like saying something like this. Yeah, it's like who? And then someone will go, the amount of people- defending people saying this and the amount of people who actually said anything and it's like 
people are defending or, or, or arguing against something that no one even said. It's like Twi- s- preemptive, but Twitter like... Twitter is a toxic place. I do. I'm not on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, you will find people who are offended by literally everything. And it's always leftists or feminists yeah. or vegans or... Like, it's always those, those ultra-leftist liberals. And this isn't even a knock on liberals, because I know a ton of liberals, but... Like, I consider myself... They're classic myself, liberals. Yeah. Like, you're probably more of a classic liberal. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even, like... Like, I don't say the word liberal because I think people go, oh, he's a lefty. Well, it has a negative connotation Because when I now. think of like the lefties, I'm like, well, I don't want to be that. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, But yeah, I would consider myself a, a pretty liberal person, you know. People are more liberal. Yeah. That's just how people are are, are generally, it, and I guess it depends on where you are. Yeah. But you are generally more liberal than conservative, mm-hmm. the majority of the population. Yeah. Conservatives get lumped with the alt right, yeah, and liberals get lumped with the leftists, and it's like, and the socialists, and it's like, I know, like my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, uh, which is my wife's brothers and uh, my wife's brother and her si- and her Hus- his husband, sis- yeah, yeah, his uh, his wife. There you go. Yeah, uh, they're liberals, mm-hmm. but they don't believe in like socialism. Like, yeah. I get along with them so well talking about things because just because you're a liberal doesn't mean that you're like this crazy son of a bitch yeah and just because you're conservative doesn't mean you're a crazy son of a bitch Mm -hmm. but like those crazies make everything crazy yeah you know so like when you talk about these things and like who's offended by what and like i've never met anybody who's offended by these things you know the amount of people you see them yeah but i don't I've never met anybody. I was literally just before, uh, and I, yeah, I was actually talking to my boss this, with this the other day, and I go, and I think my thing is, like, I'm so, I don't know if it's a bad thing or a good thing, but I'm so good at, like, hearing both sides of an argument. Me too. That there's sometimes I go, man, that's a pretty, you know, I, I see that, and then I see the other side, I'm like, I guess I kind of see that too. Like, that's why I always consider myself, like, just dead in the middle, because, like, and I pull, like, my ideas from, like, left and right. Like, Me too, yeah. Um. But the trick is to never go too far. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I don't... The thing is teams, right? Like, right. the amount of people I know that go, I vote Republican, whoever it yeah, is. Yeah, no, I don't do that. It go, it's like... But, but like, like I, throughout my life, I will go... It'll either... I did independent last time, but if there's... You know, if we had remotely good candidates on either side, I would have been... I would vote for them. And I think that's, like, important is to be like... Because I... I <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I feel connected to both, but like Bernie's too much of a socialist. I don't believe in that too much. Yeah. And I grew up with my parents having some government, but I don't, I believe it's abused and I, it's hard for me to like fully believe in socialism. Like, yeah. I mean more of like social programs. And then there's a lot of, you know, the, we just didn't have good candidates to pick from, but like, I'm very like in the middle where like, but the, the problem is teams that the people, people like being alt-right. They right. like being super left because that's their fucking team. Yeah. But it's like. And they surround themselves. With more of the team. With the same victim attitude well, then, that y- the yeah. left and the right have. Well, you're then your Facebook or I don't know if Twitter's like Facebook, but then it's just an echo chamber of more things that right. are exactly. geared towards you. Yeah. Like, so like, and the worst part is like, I follow people who, uh, like, for example, like, I just want to stay informed on like the New York Knicks. Yeah. So I follow a bunch of basketball accounts, right? And there are about probably like two or three people who talk politics. And I'm like, 
I'm not following you for your politics, so I unfollow them. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. Like, that's how easy it is. Like, if I want to hear people talk political, I'll follow someone who talks political. Yeah. You know, but I'm not going to follow a guy trying to hear about, like, you know, what the Knicks are doing and then hear him talk about, like, Trump or, or Bernie. Like, I don't, that's not why I'm following you. Yeah. You know, that's not why you have followers. Yeah, exactly. Um, but honestly speaking, have you ever met somebody? Because being upset and being offended are two different things. Yeah. You can be upset by something, like you can be mad about something. But I mean like so offended, like offended. Has anyone ever send t- said anything to you in your life where you're like, that really offends me? I would appreciate it if you stop that. No, and I, f- I feel like we've probably touched on this before. I'm like, I... I- it's probably not good, but I don't care about anything. Like, right. if you were not my wife or the baby or the dog, you were really hard pressed to feel like even my own family. Like, I'm not bothered by their like prop. Like, that's not my problem. Right. Like, you know, it. it I, the only thing that could get me riled up, and it still don't get me riled. Like, I do not. I'm not a yell. You're not going to get me worked up. Um. But no, like the amount of people. But like, take family out of the equation. Take friend. Like, take obvious things the, that would offend you. Yeah, but the amount of people that like. But mo- I mean, like real life situations. Oh no! The only thing that might have offended me is when people are like, "Fire crotch." It's like, it crushes my soul. <laughs> no, but no, nothing is ever like take personal attacks out of it. Yeah. Take, like all these different things out of it, if. I came to you and I was like, listen, man, I don't believe in abortion. Yeah. But you believed in abortion, right? I don't know whether you do or not, but let's just say, like, you're pro-choice, I'm pro-life, right? Yeah. I could not possibly be yeah. like, you offend me. Yeah, he would go home beliefs. to your wife and be like, that was the last time we're podcasting, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, that, but people do that. Yeah. Like, people fucking do that. Yeah. You find one thing you disagree on, you're dead to me. Yeah. And that's the thing, ready? Just to touch, like, just to, before I had the baby, I think, that's the thing. I don't think about these things. I think, I think about my wife. I think about making money. I think about health. I don't think about, like, other people's, like, because abortion isn't a real thing to me. Right. So no. to me, it was like, when you asked me, I wouldn't say I'm pro, I wouldn't, I'd say, I don't know, that's not my problem. If I have a kid, I'm not going to have an abortion, but what other right. people do, I don't care. But when you, after having the kid, you're like, people have an abortion? Like, it's right. hard to imagine anymore that. Of a crazy Also, thing. when you see how early on that they're like, look, it's a little tadpole. It just needs, it's, it's like, God, what could have been? Like, I didn't think. About that again, if someone's like, "Dude, I'm I I get an abortion," like, I I I, st- I still wouldn't care, but I, I do say that's why my mind has changed. Yeah. We're like, not that I would have ever had an abortion, but when other people did, I didn't judge them. I didn't care, and I still don't. But see, like, I have a stance on abortion, like a personal stance. I'm not gonna get into it, but I have a stance on abortion, and people are gonna like it people are gonna hate it people are gonna despise it but like that shouldn't prevent you from having a conversation with me about something else that's not abortion related it's not like chris what you wake up every day and you're like 
pro-life to like you're not like there's a girl they identify your whole existence about this like right topic. about this one thing yeah. that you think about yeah there's this one there's this one girl that you and i both know mutually that i don't think i've ever told you the story before i'm not gonna put her on blast on facebook on the on the um yeah podcast but we know her mutually and we had a uh facebook fight this was back in like 2012 this was a couple oh, okay. years ago and six years or ago. 2011 <laughs> so even like seven years That's ago so crazy and it was about tim tebow right and when tim tebow okay, was yeah, like yeah, on yeah. that crazy run the ba- where he was just constantly uh winning football games yeah just willing his team to victories mm-hmm. and she hated all the attention that he was getting i don't even know if she was a football fan i think she just wanted to stir up controversy and she said um like, Tebow sucks, Tebow this, Tebow that, whatever. She, I don't even remember what it was about. Because of the the kneeling? Cause it was, no, no, no. There wasn't. That was Kaepernick. No, no, not kneeling. No, 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 no. He used oh, to, praying. Uh, praying, praying. He, yeah. But he used to like kneel, and, kneel the down way and he pray. pray. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mean kneeling like that. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah. So he he used to kneel down and pray. Yeah. And she didn't like that. Okay, that's what I was thinking. So yeah. she said, uh, I hope he breaks his ankles or legs or something like that next time he runs out on the field. That's so crazy. So I said, I wrote back, like, thinking that we're joking around uh because again i was a big tebow fan at the time but that's not gonna you're not gonna offend me with that you know like i'm just like you're an idiot like you're stupid yeah i commented back i hope you break your hands and fingers so that you can't (laughs) type out dumb statuses like this perfect blocked me unfriended me the whole thing right Uh, yeah i'll tell you after and (laughs) <laughs> then like she apologized to me like m- like a month or two later because like we would hang out in the same group of friends oh okay she's like li- li- you know with Shaw and all those guys she's like listen like you know I shouldn't have blocked you I'm sorry blah 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 and I'm like well we're not friends anymore yeah because you made that choice yeah like I have no problem with you she now did something that like but you're you're too immature for me to even have yeah. a conversation like, with like you, you so pro- I'm not gonna waste my she's time she's now done something to you that you don't think about, but you're like, I can't associate with a person like that. Right. Like that's so petty. Yeah, that's so, that yeah. you unfriend me because I'm because I thought you were joking. Yeah. But apparently you're serious. Fuck you. You like, know what's so like Oh, what was I just about to ask you regarding that? Oh, and to be clear, her her problem was that he, he was religious? The problem was that he was religious. Okay, yeah. yeah. Cause she did not, to my knowledge, watch football. Yeah. She didn't watch football. She saw the mainstream media attention that it got. And she saw that he would go through these routines and stuff of like praying and, and, and worshiping God and thanking God every time he would do something good. And just like See, I don't like get like I am I am not a religious person, right? Right. I don't I don't I'm not a atheist, but the other term is like what agnostic. Agnostic. Because yeah. I think it's equal like I don't like I I just I honestly don't feel you know, like if I said I'm really, I, I'd be lying to myself. Right. But I would never say, like, I'm raising my daughter Catholic. Like, right. I'm going through the steps. So am I. Because my wife. Well, I, we will raise our future yeah. children Catholic. Because, but like an atheist would be like, that's stupid. I'm not. Like, right. I don't feel that. I've never, uh, I've, I don't have that attitude. Like, I understand why my wife does. I understand why my wife is Catholic and believes in what she believes. I don't ever go. You still like because yeah. I don't even feel that silly. No, I just I don't I don't think I don't feel 
one way or another. I don't have any thoughts actually about it. The the Catholic Church has really hurt my view on them. Yeah. Because of everything that's gone on and the way that they cover things up and all that. So I don't attend church. Yeah. And I don't even use that as a cop out. Uh-huh. Like just because I don't want to go to church. Like you don't, but yeah. I genuinely <laughs> yeah. Well, but like I genuinely refuse to go yeah. until massive changes are implemented and it won't happen mm-hmm. so like i just won't go to church but that doesn't change my beliefs yeah you know that, i always say to deanna the 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 thing if i have any qualms with religion it's the human side right the exactly. fi- when i hear an athlete go i love i want to thank god and this whole reason is because of god i've never scoffed i go I, I, I think to myself, I wish I felt like I had that, someone looking for yeah. me. Because these people, you, you feel like someone is it has a bigger plan for you. Someone, I, And that's what I'm saying. I don't feel that. Right. And I don't not want to feel that. I Just but, don't feel so it. So when I hear these people say, I'd like to thank God, I go, I think that's so beautiful that they feel that someone's out for, like helping yeah. them. So like I don't want my daughter to not feel like that. Right. I don't want her to be... Honest, you know, honest to God, I don't want her to be like wildly religious, right? But I want her to feel. I want her to feel that. Yeah, you know, because I used to feel that. Yeah, and I say that all the time. It's not the belief that I don't like about religion. I think that's to to think that there's something else out there for you is important. And actually, I hope I do find something like that going through. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not right now, but I hope I eventually. And I feel a little bit of that when I've had the baby I feel right. a shift in I can imagine like I feel more connected to past like my life where I didn't feel that before but I always tell her I don't like the human side of religion like some of the people I've met that claim to be religious are well, religion are, is evil yeah I mean at the core it's evil yeah I don't think God is evil I don't think uh, that's why I say the human side like the yeah like any of your gods that you believe in or, like, I don't think your God is evil. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't believe that God is capable of evil. Mm-hmm. But people are capable yeah. of evil. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. And when you get so obsessed that you go to an abortion clinic and you blow it up, which is, like, so yeah. small compared to what happens in the Middle East and what happens in these Middle Eastern countries where, you know, women and, and, and children and, and, and people are persecuted just because... You did something that maybe your God wouldn't appreciate or yeah. maybe your God wouldn't like, and you want to target other people who like over here in the States. Like when, when religion becomes a core part of your problems with everybody, yeah, that's when it's a fucking problem. Yeah. Because it's evil. Yeah. But God's not evil. Also, that's a little bit of a cop out to make up for like like I, I I know some wildly religious people, right? Yeah. But I don't think they're ever gonna kill or shoot anyone. Right. They might not be the best people to be around. Yeah. But they might I, not be fun. Those people because you don't have a lot in common with them. I said whoever is like whoever these te- like these people use their god as an excuse to like do the shit that they were gonna somehow do anyway. I right. think exactly. Um, That's the but they're worst. doing it in the name of they're doing almost like how LeBron James goes. I got where I am because of God. These people go. I'm doing something on behalf of God. Right. Like you, ha- you have this God motivation. God told me to do this. You, you have this like, I don't know. But yeah, I just, I, I don't even like making music as much as some people like things that have nothing to do with it. Like this girl who blocked you, I don't even, I don't. I've never blocked anybody. Yeah. Ever on Facebook, 
on tw- like never i've never blocked anybody yeah i've definitely seen people write stuff where i'm like you're annoying right but i yeah. know f- yeah 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 <laughs> like every day <laughs> you know what i always say like we've made a clip i'm not uh, uh, first of all, I love Trump's recent. I gotta say that the the hurricane thing, where he goes, this is the wettest. It's gonna thing. be extremely wet. And in the standpoint of, <laughs> from the standpoint of water, this is wet. <laughs> and it's like that's funny. But uh, some of my favorite people in my life, like the closest people in my life, voted for Trump. Like the amount of people I would see after the election that were like, like a daughter is like, my father voted for Trump, and now they're like kind of estranged because they can't. It's like I could never imagine. I didn't think of like also these people uh, there's definitely some people who use like their shitty views on the world yeah to like you well know. i thought i had people convinced of voting uh independent in my family yeah and then i go find out that everyone except me voted democrat or republican you know yeah. like my like my the females voted democrat the males voted republican and i'm the only idiot that you know went independent in their eyes yeah but i'm like all right we voted for different people. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like You're right. I told when I told people I did independent, like, so why'd you even go? And it's like, I didn't judge you when you just said you voted for Trump. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, oh, why'd you even vote then? It's like yeah. because like I'm you know, allowed to. I yeah, A I'd be like, I'm allowed to. And two, it's like I think it's really important that we try to break up this two party thing. Like That's I, my whole I, I don't too. think yeah. if you think I went there that day to go, the independent party's gonna win. I'm not an idiot. I well, knew ex- it was, but I think it's important for like, holy shit, you know, the important, like I wanted to go out there and I wanted to get 5% of the vote. I thought, that's what I'm saying. Because I thought, I thought if you got 5%, you're eligible as a major party mm-hmm. and you'll be allowed on debate stages that's and things what, yeah. in the future. Yeah. So I was like, if I go and I do that and I am a part of that, even a small part of that yep. 5%, I made a change, Yeah. you know? And I made a change to something that I believe in. Yeah, me same here. And here's Gary Johnson, and and you know obviously he was never going to win, and yeah. it was never a shot. But here he is, he's second in the polls in the Senate race mm-hmm. in New Mexico, where he was the governor for eight years, I think it was, and he's second in the race right now for senator. He'd be the first libertarian senator. Like mm-hmm. that would be massive. Yeah, you know, like that little thing would go so far into putting something like that on the map. Yeah, but. To say that it offends you, yeah, it's, you're such a pussy. Like, <laughs> stop being such a pussy. I'll never. Uh, I yeah, I just don't. Uh... Like, just stop being a pussy. No, you whatever you believe, no one cares enough about. So shut up. Yeah, you know what I think, and you know I'm not like a big fan. I I'm not a big like political person, but like I don't know, you know Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I love him. He's Jewish. Yeah. Oh, I know. The he amount is. of all, uh, not all left, the amount of left people that call him a anti-Semite Nazi, and yeah. Nazis. <laughs> it's like. He's Jewish. His grandparents <laughs> died in the Holocaust. <laughs> You're using the word Nazi wrong. Yeah. Like, people use it wrong anyway. And, like, I'm a huge Shapiro fan. Okay, There yeah. are things about him that I don't agree with. Yeah. I think sometimes he's way too concerned. But he doesn't hide that. Yeah, I'm not totally not his... Because, li- I, like I said, I if he's You're on an interview, target. I will hear what he says. I think he's in... Uh, he's even keeled and is, like, te- you know, his conversation but like yeah he's very he's more more conservative than like you know wait me, like he is my problem is but people people couldn't the people that call him a nazi you go uh name three things that he stands for, like he stand like his three and they'd be like it's a fucking nazi it's a fucking not like you know what i mean and you'd be like yeah. oh no no he believes in it like yeah if you ever ask anyone oh they, and he's an orthodox jew they who wears would, a they yarmulke that. yeah right he wears a yarmulke yeah guy's a jew yeah but like I, 
But that's the thing. Like the amount of people. Like that's the headline thing. They see the headline, comment. It's like anything is Hitler. Yeah. Like I hate that. That's that- my number one pet peeve in the, in in social media. Yeah. Is whenever someone compares somebody to Hitler. Yeah. Oh, this guy's like Hitler. You really? Because you know what? That that's like in a fight where like let's say you're arguing with your wife, right? And it's a reasonable thing. Chris, I asked you to pick it up. You said you would. Now you're here. Now we don't have it. And you'd be like, listen. I, but if you were like, if you fucking open your, like if you if you curse at her, right? Yeah. You've now taken it. To the next level. You, you've now played a childish, like instead of working through this to be like, this is what happened. One of us will figure it out. You just go, listen, you bitch. Now you've you've called now her you're a an asshole. You just yeah. you just were like, I can't handle having a reasonable argument, so I'm just gonna call you the worst thing I can think of. Yep. So let's segue back into UFC two twenty nine. So we have our second to last fight. We got Tony Ferguson against uh who's he fighting? Oh uh Anthony Pettis, Anthony right? Anthony Pettis. So what do you think about this? I have a few thoughts about it. I want to get your thoughts though. So what do you think about uh Ferguson against Pettis? I like it, man. I it's and it's weird because Tony was supposed to fight Khabib. He's talking all this shit to Connor. Yep. Not like it. I feel like it's a little s- sweet that he's just under the undercurrent of the people that he never got the chance to fight. It's <laughs> um, what you get for wearing glasses inside yeah, exactly like that. Right. Yeah, you idiots. <laughs> uh, but I, I think this is Anthony Pettis is one of those weird things where he's the fucking champion, and then he just has like a massive fall from grace. Then he's switching weight classes. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know, but I think this is just going to be a good fight, man. That that pace is just going to be something else. So who do you have? I do have Tony Ferguson, though. I think I think actually Tony pulls off a submission. Okay. Um, I guess he, no, actually, I I can really see Anthony Pettis getting finished. Um, I I think Ferguson is good. I think he's the, I I he actually somehow makes me cringe more than Colby Covington. I think, really? I think he's just. I mean, Colby will actually. I mean, he fires off some stuff where I'm like, you know, I'm not going to retweet it, but that's pretty good. <laughs> you, you know, I'm not going to like the post, but that's pretty spot on. But he's on. got it. All right. Yeah. Like he's, I don't know. And especially after what he did to Dos Anjos, you know. Yeah. I don't like him, but. He got it. He's yeah. something I about mean, it. Yeah. Like, you know, he, I do uh, want to see him like lose because part of me is like, oh, yeah, he's a prick. CM Punk called him a racist and he was like, who the fuck are okay, you? Okay. But that's yeah. the Nazi thing. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But Punk was like, oh, you're a ra-, Because Punk is so left. Yeah. Like, he's so left. He, you know, you're, you're going to be going, you're going to be turning right <sighs> if you go anymore. <laughs> yeah. But Covington's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, fuck you. Like, oh, my God. Colby would yeah, Col- smash. Colby, yeah, exactly. So I was like, all right. Like, all right. Okay. Okay. But that is like, I don't. Think of Colby, and I don't think of uh, being a. I think he's an idiot. I think he's like a right. total. I think he's a brash prick. But, but I don't. If, I don't if, think if racist. If you got Colby, then well, I mean, Colby did say all that shit about the Brazilian people, though. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that's kind of racist. But yeah, then you jump back to Anthony Pettis, though. Yeah. Who like makes you cringe? But you're going Tony. No, no, Ferguson makes me cringe. Oh, Ferguson makes you cringe, yeah. right? But you have uh, you going Ferguson? I'm gonna go Ferguson. I, he is talented as shit. Yeah, I mean, and he's what on a gosh, I don't know, ten fight win streak. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Uh, we got Anthony Pettis is gonna win this fight. Man, if he does, he's. I'll he's... tell you why. I think personally that Tony Ferguson recovered from that knee injury pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ready to come back yet. I don't think he's a hundred percent. That's based on nothing other than my opinion <laughs> and remembering when he got that injury. That was in April. Was it April? Yeah, yeah he got pulled out of where uh, he like fucked his whole knee up. 
yeah. fucked up all his shit. It's now October, beginning of October. That's a short window. Yeah. That's a, just the summer you missed, you know? And you're back in the beginning of fall. Yeah, and these could take a... Could take a while. Could take a year. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and, after, a, and seeing the shit he does online, Yeah, he's so, not a normal workout. I'm going Anthony Pettis, finishing him. I'd like to change mine to, uh, I somehow don't think Ferguson makes it to the fight. <laughs> Round two, yeah, right, yeah. He, he's going he's gonna to sprain his MCL stepping on the scale. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm going Anthony Pettis. I really do think that Ferguson is, uh, isn't isn't 100% yet. Because I just thinking about the timeline, fucking your knee up like that in April, and then coming back in the beginning of October doesn't seem like a lot of time to recover. That's like 100-something days to recover from a knee injury. That was so devastating enough that, you know, like you had to pull out. So It's so crazy how yeah. he got the fucking tripped on that cable. Yep. So I'm gonna go with uh Anthony Pettis with a um with a with a you know, how crazy would it be if it was like a ref stoppage because he just kept going after that leg and he kicked his knee. He could we'll see some fucking uh, oblique kicks. Yeah. That John Jones oblique kick that pushes that knee in. I'm gonna say knockout. I'm gonna say he kicks him out. I'm gonna say he kicks his leg out from underneath him and he just mounts him and just you know does that rushing punch thing where like they come down with the hammer fist yeah um but then we have our main event of the evening for the lightweight championship of the world conor mcgregor against khabib Nurmagomedov. it's actually going to happen as long as khabib makes weight and uh nothing happens That's right. khabib does have a little bit of a he's always had issues with weight yeah, yeah. but uh apparently He's been taking this fight super serious. He was, I think, 174 at the press conference. It's so heavy. So it's so heavy. I know, but you still have all that time to cut that weight. I but and he's coming down from 200. You know, so like. But think of whatever weight you are, right? I know, and then shaving. And let's say shaving 50 pounds off my weight. Let's even just let's call it what he is right now: 174. 174. They so said, 20 yeah. more pounds to 155. Yeah, be spot on. You would need more than, and he's got four days, right? So four days. So you got to lose five. If someone pounds said a day? Chris by Christmas, if you could lose twenty pounds, I mean, if you really changed your life and went like <laughs> you, you flipped a switch in your brain that you were doing sauna shit, cutting weight, and you started to eat, you know, skipping breakfast, having yeah. a li- like change your life, a good chance you could lose fifteen pounds by Christmas. Now imagine trying to lose twenty. <laughs> By Saturday. <laughs> I'm gonna put on. I'm, can I tell you right now? I'm gonna put on four pounds by Saturday. That's good. Yeah, we're gonna have dominoes in my house. Yeah, I'm gonna bring a yeah. bottle of wine because I haven't had. A, I haven't drank in sweet so long. Oh, let's do it. Dominoes do you guys, and wine. Do you like wine? Dope. Yeah. Red or white? Um, depends what I'm eating. Dominoes. Dominoes. I, dominoes I'd have. Ah, what does Dominoes pair well? Dominoes. With? I, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking a. Mm. I, I'm thinking a 2007 mm. Cabernet. <laughs> no, with Dominoes I'd probably want a red. Yeah. I'd probably want a red with that. Which is well because I like bacon, so yeah, I probably go red. Any meat? I bring something. Does your red. wife like wine or loves, well, loves wine? White or red? Uh, red. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna bring a bottle of four. Yeah. Bring That's my first time at your house. Be at your yes, house. it will be. Yeah. And you get to meet the pup. Yes. Oh, she's probably gigantic. Yeah, she's huge. Yeah, she's a big dog. She's not a puppy. Damn. I mean, she still acts like a puppy, but she's not a puppy. She's just gigantic. Well, how, how much does she weigh? Uh, probably like forty pounds. Damn, yeah, still she's, growing. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, she'll grow till two years mm-hmm. or something. She's gonna be big. 
Damn, I wish she's gonna be big. We should have had actually. She'll I probably could, peak at like fifty or sixty though. She go with other dogs. Have she been around other dogs? Awesome with other dogs. Like awesome. Nyla's a miserable prick. Nyla and her would probably get along fine. No, Nyla, uh, your dog would probably do great. Oh, Nyla, Nyla hates dogs. Nyla would be such a, a a prick. My dog loves other dogs. Yeah, Nyla. I mean. Is just the rudest. Anytime we haven't, I'm like, I'm like, I'm mortified when I see other people, and it's like, you're like, ah! and she, I don't, yeah, and it's like, I, it's so embarrassing. And I tell her all the time, like, you know, we, we could go so many more places if you just weren't such yep. a dick to the dogs. We like, bring her to the, uh, we bring her to Gardner's Park in Babylon. We walk up and down. There's other dogs all over the place. Yeah. She just fucking loves it. Loves Ni- it. Nyla would be the dog that, no, and other no, people would be like, no. oh, great. These people are here. Like, Neb be, just uh, walks up and starts sniffing, and they, yeah. you know, and, they, That's and the she Ni- submits N- instantly. Nyla will go, oh, see, but Nyla trying has, to like, a small dog play. thing. She tries to. Yeah. She tries to get in, get you into play by, like, submitting instantly. And, oh, like, no. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, we got lucky with our pup. Yeah. But, yeah, you get to come over and all that, but, um... Yeah, I mean, imagine trying to cut that much weight while we eat Domino's on Saturday. Uh, Khabib's going to have to be in, like, insane shape. Yeah. Uh, and then put all that weight back on. Yeah. While Connor, you know, he's been gone for a while, two years almost to the but he's day. he's always fit, so he's always probably 170. Yeah, but still, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, you know, you never know. Yeah. You never know. So, uh, listen, for this fight, there's a ton of ways it could go. So many. Nobody has a good answer for this fight. Who do you have? What do you... All right, let me put it this way. What do you like about Khabib in this fight? Um, I, I will say right off the bat, I, I'm like most people that before this... Before the Ally Quinta fight, yeah. I thought, man, if he fucking ever gets his hands on Conor McGregor, we will see a beatdown like no other. And then he fought Ally Quinta, and it's not a knock on Al, but it's a knock on that even Al was able to expose a bit of his striking game, and actually that um, Khabib got a bit desperate with his wrestling, not not really good setups, um, and just it just seems sloppy. Like I would have been embarrassed if I ever hyped Khabib up to someone and then showed him that fight. You'd be like, that guy, that's the fucking guy. He's he's doing okay, right? Uh, definitely in control, but. Uh, not like his other fights, and uh, really makes me think how how good Connor is really at striking. I mean, he's an incredible striker. Uh, well, but Connor is probably one of the elite counter punchers. Mm-hmm. You think Khabib's going to go up and start punching? No. No. See, he was able to chase. I mean, you're not going to just. Uh, you're not going to run up to Connor and start throwing strikes. Yeah, it's, it's just not going to happen. And and you're. I don't think you're going to get away. And he has been training with, uh, I don't remember the wrestler he brought in. I remember it was supposed to be Jordan Burroughs, but then that turned out that's big. But I know he brought in wrestlers to uh, really work on his wrestling game. And uh, and seeing how desperate Khabib could get with when the shots aren't going his way, um, he, there's no setups anymore. And I think Connor is just one of those guys who hangs out on the outside and will catch you coming in. Yeah. And uh, I think that could be just – I think Khabib is going to get exposed a lot. And Connor, then, Connor's going to keep his distance. Yeah. Connor's going to do what he does. He's going to keep his distance and, you know, wait to hit you with that left when you come in with a punch. I mean, that's kind of Connor's thing. Yeah. You know? And listen, I, the fight could be exciting or it could be boring. Yeah. 
I personally believe it's going to be a classic kind of fight where it's like, you know, you got you got five rounds of of guys just beating the hell out of each other. Yeah, it could. Uh, Do you think it goes to a finish? You know, you never know with fucking Connor's uh, uh, cardio. Yeah, and the pace that Khabib does have. But then the question is, well, does Khabib lose a bit of that tenacity because he cuts so much weight? You know, he has to back off the pedal a little bit. Right. Um, but Khabib. But you're right. I think there's going to be a lot of feeling out. I think Khabib's going to know that Connor has this particular game plan. I think Connor might think. Uh, well, I'm going to be careful with his wrestling, and I think mm-hmm. we are going to see, I don't say boring, but you're right, maybe a little bit. I don't think it's going to be the clash of the titans that, like... At, at least early on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I definitely can see... I think I think we're going to see Connor win rounds and lose rounds. I think we're going to get a round where Khabib does land a takedown, and, and he does sit on him, and then and, and really kind of uh, does that thing where he keeps you up against the gate, and... and uh, but see, then I, th- I think we'll see rounds where Connor is just completely keeping him on the outside and 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 just uh, outstriking him. And there's a good fucking chance we see early on one of those. What does he? What does he land? His left? Whatever put out like Jose that, that, Aldo, that left, yeah. Eddie Alvarez. I mean, we might see that shot. And we saw Michael Johnson land an okay shot on Khabib and drop him. Like even if it was momentarily. Uh, and that was actually one of the first bit of exposures where I was like oh shit Michael Johnson landed on Khabib like he didn't really take a hit from anybody and then uh but and that's the thing that's I mean if there's one good thing about Connor is like he does actually have power in his hands for that size um what happens if Conor McGregor beats Khabib Namargamadoff here I will uh I mean I don't knock Connor at all but what happens to his reputation in the MMA community? I think, I think Connor has a better. So Connor's like one of the few guys that has like a better reputation outside the UFC. And there's definitely in the community we're like, <clears throat> well, he's not really the best. Like, right? We, like we, th- like the we know there's like this weird. Uh, Would he be considered one of the best ever? I think to actual MMA fans who go, well, Khabib's our guy. Connor right. is kind of this thing that UFC forces down. He's the Brock yeah. of our thing. He he never's been taken off the pound for pound list. He uh he never gets treated in the negative way that any other fighters get treated. Never strip. Never like. So, I think in the MMA's eyes, they if they if he beats Connor and he beats him in like a fashion, like that knock that yeah. knockout or whatever TKO like a Jose Aldo or whatever it is. Um, yeah, I think he'll actually get the MMA fans going. Oh shit! I mean, Khabib was kind of the guy to to beat. I mean, Khabib is like a fu- uh, he's a Dagestani fucking fighter yeah. who fought animals, and and his whole life is dedicated to sambo, this intense, grueling thing. And for him to come in and and to knock him out, I think if we get a Nate Diaz and uh, McGregor two, where it's back and forth, and the argument is fucking Conor didn't win three rounds. I don't think his respect will go up that much. Because then there's always left yeah. in the air. But I, if we see some sort of definitive statement from Connor where he does really well against Khabib, but then you're going to get the people that go, yeah, of course, we fucking saw that during the Ally Quinta fight. So, like, <laughs> it was, he was exposed already. So, it's like. So, I was talking to somebody today, yeah. and they were talking about Khabib against Connor. And they said to me, they look, they go, look, uh, you know, everyone's talking about Khabib. And how like Khabib is Connor's biggest challenge yet, and like you know how all this kind of stuff is is surrounding the fight, and you know who was Khabib beaten? 
Yeah. And I'm like, look, I mean, Khabib had fights against Ed, Edson Barboza. He had fights against Michael Johnson. He had a fight against uh, Dos Anjos. And he beat these guys. Yeah. You know, like, and, but like, beat them, like, handily, like, no question. And they were like, yeah, but he hasn't faced the guy that Connor's faced, no? And I'm sure. like, look, Connor's record is crazy good. Like, he's beaten Dustin Poirier. He's de- beaten Eddie Alvarez. Chad Mendez. He beat Chad Mendez. He went up against... Uh, Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo, which was, like, infamously, you know, famous. And Jose Aldo would have been like, man, this guy's never lost. He's going to star- starch McGregor. Right. And and all of a sudden, you kind of have similarities to that fight. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, you had the one-and-one one with Diaz. And it sounds like they're going to be doing a trilogy of that. You're right. Actually, Khabib is more like uh, Eddie Alvarez. Because like, I think I expressed on here, I was like, I think Eddie Alvarez is the worst matchup for him because he's so good at wrestling. He smothers people. Like, he's going to be a fucking nightmare for Connor. And then, all of a sudden... And, and that's the same thing with, like, Khabib. I'm like, I think his wrestling is going to be a nightmare for Connor. And then Connor's like, I got something to show you, all of you guys. However, that being said, and we can all agree that... Connor has beaten more guys, but Connor's been in the UFC longer. Yeah. You know, so that's to be expected. Um, and plus, I mean, you know, Ally Quinta was a late replacement for Tony Ferguson. Like, there's reasons that Khabib has the fighters that he has, you know? Yeah. But when you take it into account, Khabib is a different type of monster that Connor's ever had to fight. Right? Yeah. We can agree with that. And we can also agree that the only way Conor McGregor's winning this fight is by knockout. He's not submitting him. No, but I I could see... You, you know, think him, it goes UD? I, I could see a unanimous, you know, like a Nate Diaz type thing where he wins three, four rounds just keeping him on the feet and just outstriking him. Khabib and has three different ways to win this fight. KO, submission. No, he will not KO him. He doesn't have that in him. Khabib's not a finisher. Khabib does not finish people. Khabib's got a KO. No, but in his... So he TKOs this Daryl Horcher guy. Every other fight he has, decision, 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 decision. See, the reason I say that is because I genuinely believe that he... That he is going to come with an extra aggression in this fight. Now, that could fuck him up. But what about... This McGregor World Tour thing, the, the, this this uh, the the limelight that McGregor is so used to, the Floyd he was able to share the stage and and outshine Floyd Mayweather in this grand tour. Th- that's the same thing that destroyed Jose Aldo, destroyed Eddie Alvarez. Anthony, completely. there are four words that I say all the time. Four I words. I love sucking peanuts. <laughs> no, go ahead. Four words I always repeat on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Ring rust is real. He has not been in a mixed martial arts fight in almost two years. Yeah. Now, that has worked in some cases. For in That logic has worked in some cases. And it has worked against me in other cases. Where it worked against me, Georges St. Pierre came back, fucked up Bisping after being out for years. But it also worked in other cases. Uh, Rhonda, right? Rhonda had a lot of ring rust. Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah. She actually couldn't move. (laughs) But guys have had ring rust. John Jones was another one where it worked against me. You look at the guys who who have the ring rust, 
and it doesn't really seem to slow him down. Mm-hmm. But Connor is a guy who I think it might really affect him. I think he might have ring rust. I think he's going to be rusty. And I think that's very dangerous against a guy like Khabib. I think Khabib's going to get him on the ground. I think early on in the fight, Connor's going to be aggressive. Connor's cardio might be a little off, and we know Khabib's cardio is elite level cardio. Like nobody's cardio is is really up to par with Khabib. I mean, Khabib could probably fight ten rounds. I just have a feeling that Connor is going to come out aggressive. He's going to come out hot. He's going to come out swinging. He's going to come out ready to fucking fight. And then Khabib's going to settle into that fight and just control the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I, I can see have- it going the Michael Johnson route where every round. Takedown, up against the cage, yep. a lot of punches, they can't stand. I, I could totally, I, I could see that. Um, you're right, it's hard to say. I mean, yeah, the last time we saw Connor in the uh, octagon was two years ago. We did get the box last year. Now, we always doubt Connor. It's true. A lot of the MMA community doubts Connor. Yeah. Personally, before the Eddie Alvarez fight, I had no idea who Eddie Alvarez was. Connor's going to wipe the floor with this fucking guy. I had no clue about Eddie Alvarez. Connor wiped the fucking floor with him. Yeah. Then I started doing the podcast. I'm like, you know what? I really believe in Khabib. I believe Khabib can do this. But do you doubt Connor? So my official prediction for this fight, Khabib unanimous decision. Khabib via UD. I think Khabib will be able to control the fight. I think Khabib will get him down on the ground. I think Khabib will have control. I think Khabib will land uh, those. Ta- I think those takedowns are going to be what the what the big thing is. Yeah, he's I, not going to outstrike him. I th- that's the thing. We got. If Connor has really been working his wrestling game with the USA wrestling team or the members from it, I, you know he's he's an incredible athlete. I'm sure he picked up how to really stuff these. You know, also a crazier statistic is besides Khabib being undefeated, he hasn't lost a round. Right. So he doesn't even lose rounds. So it's hard. It is hard to say for me to say, well, I think Khabib is going to, I mean, uh, Connor is going to outstrike him in rounds. You know what? I f- I'm going to, I'm going to hit Holy Grail, pass. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Connor McGregor round one TKO. Get the fuck out of here. Really? Round one TKO. I usually don't make that type of prediction, but that's you what do. You do. don't. That's very rare for you. Yeah. Round one TKO, Connor over Khabib, I think and I'm see, going Khabib uh, unanimous decision. I think we see an early Josie Aldo, Eddie Alvarez type situation first wow. round. Wow. I think Khabib. Yeah. And if he does that, where do you rank him? Yeah. Then I I would consider him as legit as they force down our throats. Minus the uh, apps, I would say he is one of the best uh, that ever did it. No, no, but I mean, like, I mean, how not? How could he not be? Yeah, I don't know. Look at what he did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think he has to be considered one of the greatest to ever do it. If he beats Khabib round one knockout, <laughs> dude, are you kidding? This is this is the equivalent of Floyd Mayweather fighting Manny Pacquiao in his prime. Because mm-hmm. Floyd never did that. Floyd waited until 
Manny was old yeah. and that he knew he could beat him. Khabib is not old. Khabib is in his prime. Yeah. If you're going to do the fight, you're going to do it now within this last two or th- two year gap. And he's doing it right within it, right within the wheelhouse. If Connor wins his fight, he's one of the greatest ever. Period. End of story. I'll give him that. He's one of the greatest of all time. I think the only asterisk would be like, man, he really couldn't fucking beat Nate Diaz. And <sighs> yeah, but I, I okay. How I similar him... are Khabib and Nate? To what? No, way different. Yeah. Yeah. I, Nate, yeah. Nate. Nate is actually more of a striker, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Um, but not so much a. a of a wrestler, like despite being an incredible jujitsu guy, not necessarily like, you know, he's not going to, I don't really see Nate shoot, you know, right. when they go to the ground, it's, you know, it's, but Khabib is going to, uh, man, he's just a world-class Sambo guy. I mean, he's just, he, I mean, that wrestling mixed with jujitsu is just something to marvel at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess this is, this is actually what's cool is we're going to see like an old UFC thing where it's like, Sambo versus a, like a boxer, like you know, fucking Khabib fights bears, bro. How like how is he gonna lose to Connor? He fights fucking bears. Yeah, he's fought a grizzly bear. It's footage of it. He was a kid. He's fighting grizzlies as a kid. Man. What do you, what do you think? Uh, what do you think numbers wise this does? Million. Million. Yeah, for sure. Dana's thinking a two point five. It won't do that. No I, shot. I'll give it a million five. Yeah, it's going to do over a million for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think because mo- most other ones, the illegal streaming is like fucking up like He's looking 2.5? Dana. I'll say 1.7. Yeah. I'll say that because I think people will treat it like a, uh, like you're not going to fucking stream this on your laptop. You're going to want to have like a little party to watch this, yeah. you know? So yeah. I, I think it's a, a big lot, one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'll say uh one point yeah I'll, yeah I, I like 1.7 but i'll go 1.5 all right yeah I think i'll one, go 1.699 uh, oh you son of a bitch <laughs> what was his guess i'm gonna go 1.7 bob <laughs> yeah one dollar um all right so let's go with this week's match of the week joe rogan's strange times new stand-up on uh, Netflix. So funny. Was it good? It, it, you you, you got to watch it because it's like right up our like, everyone's a soft bitch, you know, like. <laughs> everyone's a pussy. It's kind of like the conversation we're just having where he's like, I don't get who are all you people that are like, fed. you watch, you ever see his stand-up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah so yeah. watch this one. This one's really good. Um, What do you got? I'm going to go with a little bit of a, of a, of a wrestling. I'm going to go wrestling. Uh, I'm going to go with Undertaker versus Triple H at WrestleMania 28. Hell in a Cell was there live for it. It was in Miami, Florida. And uh, Shawn Michaels was a special guest referee. And the thing about it is that uh, they're fighting this weekend at the WWE Super Showdown in Australia, like we mentioned before. They're having a match, Undertaker against Triple H. Kane is going to be in the Undertaker's corner. Shawn Michaels is going to be in Triple H's corner. Uh, It sounds like Shawn Michaels is coming back to wrestling. Uh, to wrestle, wrestle, which is crazy to me. But that match, just a little preview of what you won't see this weekend, which is going to be a classic match. It's not going to be good. But back then, that match was fucking legit. Yeah. So uh, Undertaker, Triple H, Miami, Florida, WrestleMania 28, Hell in a Cell. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please do not forget to follow us on all of your social media platforms. We will catch you guys next week.